You're listening to UX Podcast brought to you from Stockholm, Sweden. For people passionate about balancing business, technology and users within the realm of digital media. Helping you break down silos, here are your hosts, James Royal Lawson and Per Axboom. Hello and welcome back to our semi-live coverage of the almost live Conversion Jam uh, event. Uh, you're listening to me, Pat Axpoom. And me, James Roy Lawson. And we just uh, managed to grab Brian Clifton, who recently gave, or just gave a talk on stage about big data. And Brian Clifton, you people usually introduce you as you've been uh, head of EMEA at Google, I think. Yeah, I was the, the founding uh, head of web analytics for, for Google and Amir. I joined when there was just me, the only person there banging the drum for, mm. for web measurement within the company. And um, yeah, I was there for three years. So yeah, I guess that's where I sort of became more visible. Uh, when you're at Google, you do have a, a higher visibility. Yeah. And now you live in Sweden, you work a lot with search integration. Yeah, I live here, I work here. Um, uh, I partner with search integration. I sort of help their clients really sort of not so much go deep with analytics. That's important, of course, but mm. really integrate so that um, analytics or measurement is not just a silo. It's actually part of the whole mm. big digital marketing plan, which is where the interesting stuff really happens. And then you go deep. You've got right. to integrate first. Yeah. So your talk was on big data today, and uh, which is interesting because just thinking about the stuff you produce on the web yeah. as a single person sketch notes the podcast we do well blogs, we, we do we're a bit unusual pictures. i guess but yeah, yeah but just <laughs> thinking about that it's not um, you said it's not about big companies anymore but no. sometimes it's about individuals as well mm-hmm. yeah and the data that is produced today is huge and you gave a number there that i'm not sure i actually heard you correctly it said you said something about all data up till 2003 we're we're basically producing that amount every day now Every two days, yeah. It's a yeah, quote right from um, yeah. it's a quote from Eric Schmidt, who's yeah. now the, the chairman of Google. He, he did a talk. It's a couple of years old now, so <laughs> I think you know maybe it is every day. But, yeah, but, yeah, but he was saying that, uh, and he would be a guy to know this sort of thing. Yeah. That you know, mankind basically every two days produces as much data. Most of it's probably noise, but there's a, mm. as much data points out there now every two days mm. being produced mm. than the whole of mankind up until 2003. It's mm. a, sta- a staggering number. You hear that one by YouTube normally, that there's more film of blood YouTube every, I think it's a minute. Yeah. It, you have, it takes a whole year to watch or something mm. like that. It's, it's mind-boggling. I used to use that quote about four years ago. Yeah. Now, it's, uh, now <laughs> it takes like a week <laughs> to watch, yeah. to watch one like hour's worth of upload, you know, something yeah. like that. It's, it's like you, it's like that kind of feeling that you're never, ever going to catch up mm. with everything that's out there and produced. It makes you feel very small. Mm. <laughs> so obviously analytics is a big deal and just figuring out what you want to measure is also a big deal and then deciding on like you were talking about key performance indicators setting your big goals the macro goals and the micro goals do companies do this unfortunately not there, mm-hmm. there's not many i mean I, i've been banging the drum for many years often Unfortunately, what happens is is companies, regardless of size, do obsess about collecting data. Yeah. Just mm. collecting it, gathering it. Yeah. Um, if you're Graphs very active, and reports, they just want to see the figures a lot of the time. Yeah, and, and if you're very active online, you tend to want to, you know, really focus on the accuracy. Mm. How accurate are these numbers? And unfortunately, they never move down that data funnel. They stay at the top with. Mm big data, which mm. means nobody really has the motivation to go deep because it always seems such a daunting task. Yeah. Um, and that was the point of, of today, really, showing mm. people, okay, how can you break this down into much smaller, manageable chunks without mm. losing anything? Exactly. Yeah. One of the things we struggle with, actually, is measuring something like a podcast. 
Mm. Now, there you have uh, something like a file that's <laughs> moving around. It's over on iTunes. We have it in our RSS mm. feed. We don't know if people have finished listening to it. Mm. Have you ever seen a challenge like that? Yeah, I mean, I, I can't speak for podcasts directly. Yeah. I, I don't think I've done yeah. uh, measurement of that. But uh, if you think about YouTube, it's a similar type of thing. You know, you host mm -hmm. your content mm -hmm. on YouTube. Yeah. It's a third-party network. It's mm -hmm. not yours. Um, it's Google's. Um, it, it is difficult to, A, get those metrics, and then, B, bring it together with other metrics that are relevant, like what's happening on your website, for yeah. example. Uh, it's definitely a challenge. Um, Google can help you with that. Yeah, obviously I drank the Google Kool-Aid, but uh, <laughs> Google can help you with that because it's a Google product and so is Google search and yeah. so is AdWords and so yeah. is Analytics. So there's a lot of integration mm -hmm. that they can do. Once you start moving away and using mm -hmm. other products uh, to distribute content, mm -hmm. it does become tricky. And, and that mm -hmm. is, it's kind of, you know, the, the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Mm -hmm. Everybody wants it, mm -hmm. but I think we are, well, the difference being the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. I think we can get there. Mm -hmm. We will have an integrated approach, mm -hmm. but we are talking years away. Um, before that is going to be very simple for people to do. At the moment, it's difficult and in most cases impossible. It's just too fragmented. Yeah. Data's mm. in a different place. Mm. You can't grab it in a simple to read format. You have to log in, for example. Right. Uh, and if you have to do that, then you can't just you mm. know, combine it with other data, which mm -hmm. is where the value is. Mm. Yeah. We just figure that we measure how many people actually contact us about the podcast. So when we get tweets like, the sound is really awful, that's, that, that's we, that makes us happy. Signal. That makes us yeah. happy. Uh, no, <laughs> that's absolutely. when people are listening. People are talking about <laughs> yeah. it. No, absolutely. And that's a good way of, yeah. of you know, using a sort of proxy metric, right. you know, something that mm. indicates uh, you know, something mm. about the virality mm. and, the, and the engagement that you have. Mm. It's, yeah. it's a good idea. So you get, you get an idea of the direction mm. you're going in, but um, people are actually listening at all. <laughs> so for, for people who weren't here listening to your talk, what would be the, the main advice you would have for them trying to get going? What would they start doing tomorrow at work just to get a handle on their big data that, that's out there. Yeah, I mean, I, I always sort of, when I do my, my presentations, um, I always do try to sort of workshop style, you know, allow people mm. to take things away and hopefully use them tomorrow. Yeah. And that is a big point in my presentations, you know, hands-on. Um, I mean, there were five things that I, that I sort of focused in on. The most important was the one I spoke about first and spent the most time on, which was defining your goals. Um, just defining what you want the visitor to do the emphasis being on visitor, not what your business wants to do. Right. That's something slightly different, very important, but, but slightly different. But focusing on what you, you want your visitors to do when they come to your website. Mm. So if you're a transactional site, obviously um, transact buy something mm. is a goal. That's mm. an important goal. If you're non-transaction, it could be a subscription, it could be a download, uh, you know, something else. Um, but understanding what are the main things you want a visitor to do, mm. and then once you've nailed that down, and there's usually more than one or two, but once mm. you've nailed that down, think about those micro goals, the small goals, the things that help build a relationship with your visitors. Mm. Uh, that may not be mean they become a customer, but it's a, a building of engagement. You're building that relationship with someone who, let's face it, is anonymous to you, never, never met them, you have no idea who they are. Right. But it's, it's one of those small little steps that builds up and builds up, and then maybe one day they will convert and they will you know, produce one of your macro mm. goals. So I think that's the, most, the key thing, mm. is to mm. define goals, which so many people just don't do. They just collect page views and visits. Yeah. Yeah. I really actually liked your, your example with the, um, the, relative, um, um, with the relative value on them, starting with mm. the most important one is 100 and then working on down from there. Mm. And it was a, it was a simple mm. thing, but it was, it, I can see how that would be easy to work with, with mm. clients, getting yeah. to think about it and really think, okay, which is the 100% um, exactly. goal? And which are the ones that are mm. closer to one? Yeah. It really makes it visible. 
Now, scaling like that has been very helpful. I mean, in the early days when I, when I sort of left Google and I started working directly with clients, which is something that's always interested me the most, um, you know, I would be evangelizing and beating the drum saying, okay, let's get the lifetime value. You know, what is the lifetime value of your customer? What is the average order value? And, and really trying to drill down on that. And mm. if your transactional value, uh, transactional site, sorry, it's not straightforward, but you can get that number usually. Mm-hmm. If you've got non-transactional goals, it becomes very difficult, and often the whole process mm-hmm. would just come to a standing still. Yeah. Yeah. So my sort of approach now is let's work with relative values. Start at 100, mm-hmm. your most important goal, if it's you know, download or followers on Twitter or, or mm-hmm. whatever, or, or subscribe. Um, you know, use that, give it a value of 100, and then everything else has a lower value. And just mm-hmm. you know, work your way down mm-hmm. so that mm-hmm. perhaps someone sending you an email or filling mm-hmm. in your contact form is half mm. as valuable mm. as someone picking up the phone and calling yeah. them. So one has a value of 100, 150, yeah. and then you can have ones, uh, values mm. in between or, or work your way down. Yeah. yeah. Useful. I'm reading something in between the lines here as well that don't be in a rush because that's often the case with, with the web. Everybody wants everything to happen over day or overnight. Yeah. But just measuring is about measuring over time mm. and tweaking and making it just a little better and then measuring again and doing it over and over again until, as you say, it really becomes something really good. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the you know my takeaway from this morning session um, from the three speakers that we've had is, is just that it's uh, you know it's incremental. It's it's building you know better websites, easier to convert websites, and of course it's not always going forward. Sometimes you have to take a step back yeah. because a new technology comes along mm-hmm. or a new type of visitor behavior, like you know what happened with social over the last few years. So mm-hmm. it is you know don't be. It is incremental, and therefore don't be afraid to test. Mm. Uh, and by testing, that doesn't always mean you have to do some complex A-B testing or multivariate testing, but just try different ideas out. Because at the end of the day, if it goes wrong, if it's not what you want, you, know, you can gather that feedback from your users, and you can change it the next day. It doesn't have to be right. a six-month, long, drawn-out software project. Mm. On, mm. Things on the web can happen much faster, good and mm. bad. And mm. as um, you know, Craig Sullivan was saying in his keynote, you know, 90% of his tests fail. Yeah. Now, that's not a bad story. Yeah. That's a good story yes. because he's exactly. learning. 90%, 90% mm. of 340 mm. million, wasn't it? It was a completely the scary test, yeah. figure of test, but yeah. it was. Yeah, but that's a, lot of, yeah. that's a lot of information mm. gained yeah, from exactly. failure because you can't yeah. always win. You can't always do you know, yeah. groundbreaking it stuff. It means you're listening. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We've had I mean, all, all the three, um, well, three or four, three talks this yeah. um, The whole thing and theme of tweaking. It's coming up again yeah. and again. I mean, don't just kind of throw everything out, rebuild. You've got to keep tweaking and testing and going don't forward and backwards. Yeah. Yeah, don't be afraid of failing. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. It's really good. Excellent advice from Brian Clifton. Thanks so much for stopping to talk with us. Thanks, guys. I'm hungry. I want my yeah, lunch. It's time for lunch, isn't yeah. it? The queue's gone now, yeah. I reckon. And then we're going to listen to, I think, Anneli Nass uh, build, about building a responsive e-commerce uh, website. That's going to be interesting. So, yeah, we've had a lot to say about responsive. We have had a fair bit to say over yeah. the last year or so about responsive. So check back in a few hours and uh, <laughs> keep moving, people. <laughs> See you on the other side. Enjoy right. the day. <laughs> You've been listening to UX Podcast with James Royal Lawson and Pear Axeboom. Visit uxpodcast.com for more episodes and to subscribe to the show. UX Podcast, moving the conversation beyond UX.